Hello, people of the world, and welcome back to another episode of Interesting Stuff, the almost daily homeschool educational supplement, where we look at topics of interest, things that we need to know about that are happening around the world. And today, we take a dive into reforestation. So do you love trees? I love trees. I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. I think they're fantastic and beautiful objects of creation and nature. They provide shelter. They usually smell beautiful. They give us fruit. There's lots of building materials that we get from them. There's nothing not to love about trees, and we would be so lost without them. In fact, you know it's true what they say also that the forests are the lungs of our planet. Trees purify our air, taking in the carbon dioxide and expelling oxygen into the atmosphere for us to breathe. Forests help to regulate our climate, and the wood from trees not only gives us building materials, but also provides fuel. The trees are also vast habitats for plants and thousands of animals. Further to this, the tree roots stabilize the earth, maintaining nutrients for the soil that nourish the crops and feed us and support the livelihoods of millions of people on the planet. Forests are essential to human life on a primal level. Now, while some 30% of the land area of our planet is currently covered by forested areas, it is disappearing at an alarming rate. According to data published by the Food and Agriculture Organization, between 1990 and 2015, deforestation demolished some 129 million hectares of the world's forests. The worst hit areas were Sub-Saharan Africa and Latin America. But it's not all doom and gloom, and we're beginning to turn this around because where deforestation is the loss of trees, reforestation is the exact opposite. Innovative strategies and dedicated projects are being put into place to reintroduce trees and forests to areas that have been cleared. The negative consequences of deforestation are a loss of biodiversity, a loss of habitat, and soil erosion, which removes nutrients from the ground, making it unusable for agriculture. This also can lead to flooding and the silting up of rivers. To reverse this process, reforestation is essential. In the most extreme cases, deforestation can lead to desertification, which is where previously wooded lands become barren, dry, and infertile. And these deserted areas have a huge impact on not only the environment, but also on the people that depend on their ecosystems. For example, in the Sahel zone in Central Africa, the Sahara Desert is an ever-expanding threat to around 309 million people who live there. And so what are the main causes of the deforestation? Well, here's five of them. Number one, agriculture. Forested areas are being cleared to make way for crops such as palm oil and to create space for livestock as global demand rises. Two, forest fires. Although they can occur naturally, forest fires in the wrong place at the wrong time destroy entire areas of woodland. 
Controlled burns are intentional fires that are often used as a swift method to clear ground, and even they can get out of control. Three, mining. Rainforest areas contain high levels of valuable mineral deposits, such as gold. Mining these minerals is highly destructive as it requires the clearance of nearby trees. Four, infrastructure. To conduct mining or logging operations, large forest areas are cleared to make way for roads and all of the supply works necessary. And five, logging. Legal and illegal operations of cutting down trees hugely impact the forests as timber is cut down and exported due to ever-growing worldwide demand. So how do we combat this? Well, there are many different initiatives and ways to bring trees back into ecosystems. One is the Great Green Wall. This is a project that began in 2007 and was first proposed as a huge 15-kilometer wide band of planted trees that would stretch 8,000 kilometers from east to west across the Sahel spanning 11 countries. In reality, it is a patchwork of plantations across the region and is currently around 15% complete. Senegal is the furthest ahead with this initiative, having planted 11.4 million trees in a bid to reverse desertification. The replanted, drought-resistant acacia trees hold water in the soil, which means that wells can refill, providing communities with more water. The leaves provide shade, which means that the need for watering is reduced, and they also provide compost. More crops mean more work is available, leading, of course, to economic growth, which in turn enables communities to thrive rather than just survive, and all thanks to trees. So although it's many years from completion, it's hoped that the Great Green Wall will have a monumental impact on the region. And it's worth knowing now that we can not only plant just in the countryside and in deserted areas. We can also plant in the cities too. So like their rural forest counterparts, urban forests purify the air in their surroundings and provide shade and habitats for animals. They can also cool city air by between 2 and 8 degrees Celsius, reducing the need for air conditioning by 30% when planted near buildings. So in a world where urban forests are becoming more important than ever, there are some great initiatives underway aiming to bring more trees to city life. London's Garden Bridge was one such proposed project already, but something that has been brought to reality and completed is Milan's Vertical Forest. Designed by Boeri Studio Architects, the two high-rise residential buildings are planted with 23,000 trees and plants specifically selected and placed there for their physical properties. The architects wanted to make the forest an integral part of the architecture of the city, as well as having a functional role in reducing city pollution and absorbing carbon dioxide. So you can see, even small projects make a difference. One of the largest reforestation projects ever attempted 
is in the Amazon. Conservation International is attempting to restore 30,000 hectares of forest land using seeds from over 200 native species provided by seed banks supplied by local seed collectors. This project involves the planting of 73 million trees. Using the Movuka method of scattering, seeds can be sown by hand, by air, or by machinery. And it's a hugely versatile and diverse way of raising new native woodland. The crusade to restore precious forests is not a modern concern as well. Historically, there had been great demand for trees to help with various issues. For example, in the 1930s, America's Midwest was experiencing severe drought and sandstorms that were crippling agriculture. This was known as the Dust Bowl. President Roosevelt's solution was a simple one. Plant shelter belts across the Great Plains. These were bands of trees that ran along the exposed boundaries of fields and roads, acting as windbreaks and trapping soil and nutrients with their roots. By 1942, trees had been planted in their millions, stretching from North Dakota to Texas, in what is still one of the most successful environmental projects in U.S. history. The effects of the drought were lessened, the dust storms reduced, and gradually agriculture could resume. And so, reforestation on a global scale is a huge undertaking, and although the forests are still disappearing, the good news is that with the right application of knowledge, reforestation works. You can help towards reforestation efforts yourself in a few different ways. First of all, be sure to check where the timber you buy comes from and endeavor to use sustainable sources. You should also avoid products containing palm oil, which can help reduce demand for this crop, which is causing severe devastation and land clearances. There are also many charities out there dedicated to planting trees with your donations. There's even a search engine, Ecosia, which uses its advertising revenue income to plant trees. So you can help replant, reforest the planet with essential life-giving trees while you search the web. How cool is that? And it's nice to know there are so many people doing so many good things. We need to love the planet that we're on. We've only got one, so we all have to do our little bit to help out. And thinking about your choices and your purchases will contribute to help to make this world a better place. And so that's it on today's subject. I hope you found something interesting in here. If there's a subject you'd like me to cover, let me know and I'll dive into it. Don't forget under the video, you will find a list of comprehension, questions to check your understanding. And that's it, really. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I wish you a fantastic day. Have a good one. Take care.